This podcast is brought to you by Kingdom at Work. If you're a business owner or executive level leader looking to advance God's kingdom at work, sign up for one of their 2019 workshops at www.kingdomatwork.com slash events. Kingdomatwork.com slash events. Hey, thanks for tuning in to I Work For Him this afternoon. We're so glad you've tuned in. Please make sure you check us out online at iWorkForHim.com. That's iWork, the number four, Him.com. Out there, you can access all of our archives, our podcasts, our weekly blogs that I send out there. How, just lots of different ways for you to interact with us. Also, to find out what events, upcoming events we're going to be attending. We've got lots of different events we're attending all year long. Maybe you can meet us at one of those events. I think probably one of the biggest things, Martha, we want to make sure people know that this month... We of September, we are asking you to become one of 367. As our I Work For Him listener audience, we are looking for 367 partners in this ministry to commit to $100 a month for three years in order to help support our ministry, get it fully funded so that we can start bringing I Work For Him to cities across the United States. Go out to iWorkForHim.com and click on the Donate Now button and you'll get a lot more information. Martha, is there something else they should do when they're out there? Um, you know what? They can check out the nation flag. They can call us on our listener line. There's so many options, um, but really browse around and see it for yourself. I work for him.com. All right. This will come as no shock to you, but there are more women in the workplace than men. And when I'm talking about that, I'm talking about 55% of the paid workforce is women. And what we've noticed over the last five and a half years of being on the air here in I work for him is that the majority of the workplace focused ministries are discipling men but very few women. We want our audience to know where you where to go if you're a woman and you're looking to be discipled. And we have been looking for ministry partners across the country. Now, many times, a couple, two, three, maybe 10 on iWorkRain, we've mentioned the ministry of Four Word Women, fourwordwomen.org. And we've had Diane Pattison on the air, but we want to make sure that you knew in more detail. So we're going to spend this whole week focusing on Four Word Women and the stories of six plus ladies who are out there in the workplace and how they're connecting their faith in the work and what it looks like to be a woman connecting faith and work in the marketplace, in their workplace. And so we just are so excited about spending this whole week. Now, Diane Pattison, she's the founder and president of Forward Women. She's a Harvard MBA graduate, which, you know, frankly, is just stinking awesome because I would love to get an <laughs> MBA and I would just take one from the local store down the street, let alone having to go to Harvard. She's a former global executive of two Fortune 500 companies and one Fortune 1000 company and serves as an independent director for two corporations and four not-for-profits. Diane Pattison with Forward Women, welcome back to I Work For Him. Thanks, Jim and Martha. It's so wonderful to get to be with you today. We're just excited to have you. We're, we're so excited to be focusing all week long on Forward Women. Diane, it's been a while since we've had you on the air. Why don't you just start off with, just because it seems like it's probably been a couple of years, how did you come to be a follower of Jesus? You know, I grew up on a farm in Oregon, and I had a mother and father that were faithful believers, and I grew up in a small little Harrisburg Christian church, and it has just been a part of my life. Uh, all my life, but I really came to have a personal relationship with Jesus when I went to uh, graduate school. Wow, that's fantastic. So, uh, you know, let's just jump into it. When you, what, what caused you to start Forward Women? You're an executive, you've run big, big companies. What caused you to start Forward Women? 
Yeah, really, Jim, there are five reasons. I mean, first of all, I was in the C-suite of two Fortune 500s and one Fortune 1000 company, and I was the only woman every time. Mm -hmm. And I looked around and said, you know, what's wrong with this? There's other women that work just as hard or harder or just as smarter and smarter, you know, and I felt really alone. Um, so number one, I felt alone in the workplace. Second, I felt alone at my church and I love my church, mm-hmm. but they didn't really understand my gifts in leadership, the things they expected me to do or asked me to do or make tater tot casserole for the Wednesday night you know, buffet. But let's not downplay tater tot casserole, please. <laughs> let's not downplay. Now I know what he's going to want let's, me to make this weekend. Let's not downplay right? that, Diane. <laughs> Out of full respect for you, we have to have respect for the tater tot casserole. <laughs> but that wasn't no. her strongest thing. I get that. I just want to make sure we're not downplaying tater tot casserole. So. Well, and my gifting is really in leadership. Yeah. So, you know, I felt alone at church. I, I, I looked the same as other women at church, but my gifting was different than the things my church expected me to want to do. Mm-hmm. So number two, felt alone at church. Number three, I knew in this crazy life of, you know, being at work, being married, having four children in a blended family, I needed some help on earth, not only through my strength in our good Lord, but also through women that shared the same life as I did. And so I formed a group of five of us that met every three weeks in my forties. And we were all in the workplace, were married or were married or had been married and all had children and walked through life together. So Mm. the third was, I realized how important it was to have authentic community with other women like me. So alone at work, alone at church, I knew I needed an authentic community. Then the fourth, the word confidence. So when I was the global head of corporate outsourcing for CBRE, my largest account, I needed to have a new account team put in. Great people working on the account, but it was time for a new account team. And when we put out the job uh, opportunity, everybody that applied was a male. And so I went to a woman who was running our second largest account. Her name was Lisa. And I said, Lisa, why are you not applying? And her response was, do you really think I could do that? Mm. And so confidence. I saw that I really needed to help women see what they didn't believe. Hmm. And so alone at work, alone at church, need authentic community, wanted to help women reach their God-given potential with confidence. And the fifth, which then I said, there's something here. So I checked out the statistics, you know, what's going on? And in our lifetime, Jim, Martha, and me, I mean, in our lifetime, three big things happen. The percent of women who are in the workplace with children under 18 
changed almost 30 percentage points. The women in workplace that had college degrees went from 6% in 1983 to 60% mm. in 2017. So much more educated. And third, primary breadwinners of their families went from 11% to 40%. So there is the data behind it all yeah. that, that there is such a change that had happened, the, these demographic shifts that no wonder I felt alone at work and alone at church because churches and corporations really hadn't changed that much in my lifetime. So those were the five reasons. And Jim and Martha, you know, the one thing that was really alarming, Barna, who is the lead researcher in the faith-based community, did a study from 2005 to 2015. The percent of unchurched women had gone up 8%, and of the 46% that were unchurched, 85% of those women had belonged to a church. So women were leaving the church. Yeah. So all of that said to me, you need to look at helping somebody or starting this. So that was when I went to see Bob Buford at halftime and we had a little chat. And, and, and out of that came a book and a decision for you to start forward women. Is that correct? Yes. I mean, first, Martha, what I did was I said, I'm going to just go help somebody. Mm -hmm. So I did my research around who's out there doing this. 1,200 marketplace ministries led by men yeah. for men or for women. Guess how many were led by women for women beyond one single city? How many? Five. It, zero. Oh. Wow. This is in 2009. Yes. So um, that was when Bob said, well, you need to start this. You can build organizations and you need to write a book. And I said, that will be a miracle because I am not a writer. But he helped me with that, introduced me to uh, the publisher and yep. the ghostwriter. And off we went and Forward got launched in 2011. We've got Diane Pattison. She's the founder of Forward Women. And Diane, we're just so glad to have you back here on iWorkRoom. It's so much fun. Well, it's awesome to be with you guys. You're just such a leader in radio for the faith-based community. So thank you, Jim and Martha. So we're pretty excited that all week long we are highlighting Forward Women and letting our listeners know about this amazing organization. You shared in the last segment about what led you to create it based on the needs that you saw, Diane. So give our listeners just a little bit of a picture of what Forward Women really is and then how women are connected through what you have to offer and realize we have all week we'll be expanding on that but you get to share kick it off right great well our vision is to create a global community of christian women in the workplace why so we can help these women reach their god-given potential with confidence so they can be the light of christ wherever they are mm -hmm. and we really do that three ways we connect women through our digital community which we have about 170,000 unique visitors that now come to our website social media or email mm. second as you kind of come down the funnel we've got local groups 
in 24 cities that typically will meet on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. And then you come down the neck of the funnel and we have a mentor program. So it's one-on-one -on -one over 10 weeks it's a six hour commitment that we have senior level women mentoring other women. And we've had 375 pairs go through that. And the one thing I'll just add is we've had 15 that have been outside the United States. So Australia, Japan, Hong Kong, the UK, because we do it over Skype or over Zoom. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the key things for our listeners, because maybe they're not in a city that yet has a forward women group, local group, but they can start connecting through your digital content and through maybe getting connected and being part of the mentoring program. So we want to make sure people go to forwardwomen.org, and that's the number four, and check it out for themselves. First, look for a city near you to see if there is a group and then um, take it from there. And, and um, you will, f I know that our listeners will not be disappointed by the things that they find. Diane, you said that you have um, found that there are now organizations that are kind of coming alongside of you um, as forward women. And how, what does that look like? What do you, what do you mean? So we have a couple churches, one in Dallas, Texas, and one in Austin that actually saw our resources and said, why would we create this when it's already done? And they just have links right on, right on their website. It took us less than a week to get them on there. So if women need resources, it connects right into our digital content. If they want to be mentored, it connects them right into our mentor program. And if there's a local group in that city, it um, connects them right into uh, our local group page for that city so we have two churches that are doing that willow creek has us putting on a six session series at their barrington campus this fall that we've done two other times around the book work love pray and then we have two other churches that actually have local groups actually operating as a part of their uh, small group at their church, one in Nashville, Forest Hills Baptist Church, and one in San Jose, Gateway City Church. So churches are reaching out to us, and then we started to have corporations, and what they're really interested in is our mentor program. I'm sure. I mean, it is such a desperate need in today's society. As we talk with Diane Patterson, founder of Forward Women, boy, I'd like you to check it out online. Forwardwomen.org. That's the number four, wordwomen.org. Diane Patterson, I like stories. Tell me a story. Tell me like the most remarkable transformational story outside of yours that you've witnessed in the last since 2011 when you founded forward women tell me a story of, of a, a phenomenal lady that was just touched by your ministry and has changed in the world today yeah boy i'll tell you i could go on and on so i'll just pick a couple but just think of three parts of your life your spiritual your relational and then your work. So I'll, I'll start with spiritual. That will be a shorter story. But we had a woman in Hong Kong mentored by a woman in Portland, Oregon. And she said on our final closing call, when I started this mentor program, Jesus was in my head. Marley, my mentor, helped me move Jesus into my heart. Uh. 
And I just thought that was such a wonderful sentence about what we hope to be used by God for at Forward. Mm -hmm. Love that. Makes it all worthwhile when that happens. Yes. Around the relational side. And both of these women have shared their stories and I can give you the links to link to one of them, but we've had two marriages, one who she was ready to file for divorce when she entered our mentor program and somehow divinely God brought us to pair her with someone that looked like a great career coach, but she ended up to be a crisis counselor and actually figured out that they had an abusive marriage, got them into counseling. And Jennifer told us, now I have a 28 year healthy marriage. So she was ready to file for divorce and, um, Mary Claire and her husband, Clint, were actually separated with two small children. And after being involved with Forward through not only our digital community, local group and mentor program, she announced at one of our local group meetings that they were renewing their vows Mm -hmm. in two weeks. So we've had two marriages. So in that we know of, and you know, hopefully there's a lot more out there that we've been able to have a positive impact um, with God working through our mentor program. And then we have a wonderful story about a woman in Portland, Oregon, Liz Bohannon, and this is around work. She started a company in Uganda called Seiko Designs. The purpose was to enable women in Uganda to have a chance to go to college. She saw as being a English teacher there that the women weren't able to go to college. So she thought if I start a company that will give them jobs and I hold back some of their um, salary, then when they have enough, we can get them to college. Well, through our mentor program, she was mentored by a woman who is a managing partner of a investment banking firm when she was going to take the company to the next level. And that mentor introduced her to three CEOs of multi-level marketing companies because she saw Liz needed to change her business model and move it towards more of a home party model because of the story versus in boutiques. Hmm. Liz's company tripled in size in 2017. And we have a link about Liz's story. But so now over a hundred women in Uganda have had the chance to go to college. What's your dream for the future? As you look at uh, forward women going forward, what is it that you'd love to see? Diane Pattison, founder of Forward Women. And find them online, forwardwomen.org. The number forwardwomen.org. Well, that's a great question, Jim. I mean, the opportunity, women that are in our audience, there are 10 million in the United States. And you heard me say that we reach 170,000 through the three different ways that we reach women. That's amazing. We're less than 2% of that market. So there is a huge, huge opportunity to be 50 times our size. And that's just the United States. Right. How exciting. And how, you know, you have a lot of 
wonderful foundation in place. And so we really hope that our listeners that are intrigued by this and, and, and see that they may have that personal need, that loneliness, that um, lack of confidence, the things that you talked about and looking for that connection, that they will connect with Forward Women and possibly even get one started in their town. Because that's something you guys will do, right, Diane? Sure. If you want to start a group and you have four or five other women that want to join in with you with leading a group, we have our director of local groups, Susan Tolls, that we have all the tools. We do all the back behind the scenes infrastructure that we can help you do that very quickly. Awesome. And we we just launched in Philadelphia last Thursday. All right. In 15 seconds or less, tell every woman listening today why they should be part of Forward Women. Well, there's no other place that you can be in authentic community with women who value being real, authentic, faithful, and you have the opportunity to do life with them. Diane Pattison, founder of Forward Women. Thanks for being an I Work For Him today. We're talking all things Forward Women. And Martha, before we get back to that conversation, let's talk about Labor Month, where we're talking about B1 of 367. That's right, Jim. So for the month of September, we've really just been highlighting um, the invitation for people to join us and become a partner of I Work For Him and be one of 367 people that are willing to commit to $100 a month for the next three years and um, how that can expand the influence of I Work For Him across our nation. So just want to keep continuing to extend that invitation to be one of 367. They can go to I Work For Him forward slash donate. That's right. IWorkForHim.com forward slash donate. We're so grateful this week to be spending all week long talking about the ministry of fourwordwomen.org. That's the number four wordwomen.org. This is a ministry dedicated to the ministry of women in their workplace. And you've just heard in the last couple of segments from the founder, Diane Pattison, and now from one of her board members, Catherine Tack. Catherine Tack is a coach. She coaches leading and emerging presidents, CEOs, and senior executives of small to medium businesses. Her blend of experience as a CEO, executive coach, wife, and mother brings a profound depth of wisdom and practical application to the field of leadership. Catherine has a dual career as a wife and mother of three children, Nicole, Aaron, and Ivy, who've already begun their own careers in computer computer management, graphic design, and pastry arts. That's a child I want to get to know, the pastry (laughs) arts child. Catherine Tack, welcome to I Work For Him. What a pleasure it is to be here with all of you. I'm I'm excited. So tell me, what does it mean to be in the pastry arts, and how cool is it to have a child in pastry arts? Well, you know, I was didn't really know anything about building a business in that, but um, it's been fun. I know how to bake and to cook, but to start a business is a totally different thing. And so in five years, I had to build 14 restaurants. So you can imagine the chaos and what it meant to lead in that. Now, as far as the pastry arts are concerned, that's my daughter's career. Mm-hmm. Um, that takes a lot of different kind of skills and expertise, and she's really good at it. She worked in New York, and now is in California. And uh, we miss her out there, but she's one of the best. She's been written up in Time Magazine. In uh, New York Magazine is one of the best chefs. So Wow. That's quite yeah. a privilege. Well, if you'd like to, you know, give a shout out to her restaurant in California where she does her pastry work. What, what's the name of it? 
Uh, no, she actually works for a winery right now, Seth okay. Parker Winery. So, hi, Ivy. How are you today? I hope you're listening. <laughs> and the other kids That's give right. them kudos, too, the right? <laughs> Nicole and Aaron are calling mom going, what's the deal? Yeah, Jim right. was picking on the right. on the food. So. All right, Catherine, I, we would love, as we do with every new guest on I Work For Him, we ask them this question. How did you come to be a follower of Jesus? I came to know Jesus. Uh, our, our family went to church, but we really didn't know who Jesus was. And I went to vacation Bible school when I was 11 years old, and the pastor started talking about Jesus, and I wanted to get to know him better. So I walked mm. an aisle when I was 11 years old and accepted Christ as my personal Savior. But I don't think I really even began to understand what that meant, of course. So I didn't really commit my life where Jesus was Lord of my life until I was married and uh, went to an amazing church in uh, Livonia, Michigan called Ward Presbyterian, where they preached the gospel and did uh, preaching of the Word of God, uh, Pastor Hess, and that's where I really committed my life to Christ, my husband and I did. Mm. That, that's so great when you say, I wanted to get to know him better. You know, what a what a great perspective for all of us to have. So, Catherine, this whole week we are talking about um, the organization Forward Women. If you would just tell our listeners um, how you understand Forward Women. What is it all about? You know, Forward aims to narrow the gap in, I think, connections and resources facing every a Christian working woman who's serious about integrating her faith and work. It's not easy, especially here in Chicago, where I live, mm -hmm. to actually talk about your faith at work anymore. And so uh, Forward is about connecting and supporting and giving the resources to women who are in the workplace who need other women to support them. We want to um, help them use their God-given potential with confidence so that others can see Christ in them. We really want them to be bold about their faith, uh, not in a brash way, but if they follow their Christian values, they will stand out. Mm -hmm. So we come together here in Chicago. There's a breakfast meetings that we have before they go off to work to really talk about the issues and challenges that they face as a Christian woman in the workplace. Are there, when you say that, do women experience different kinds of challenges in the workplace than men? Well, I've, you know, that's a good question. I think, of course, that they do because we're different human beings than men and we think <laughs> a little differently. For sure. Um, there are a lot of women that have strong personalities like many men do, but we, we do get a bit more into our relationships than men do. And we're not, many of us are not as task oriented. And so it's really important for us to have to balance our relationships at home as well as in the workplace and we want to do our job really well. So I think um, especially if you are married or if you're a single, uh, relationships are really important to you. You know, Jim, I just want to um, let our listeners know if this is intriguing to them at all, that they can find out more on their website, which is forwardwomen.org. And that's the number four wordwomen.org. And there they can find out there's 24 cities that Forward is currently has active local groups in, but there's also some virtual choices as well where people can get mentored 
um, and be aligned with other women that can help them walk through this, even if there's not a local group. Um, so, Catherine, you are a part of a local group there in Chicago. How did you first get involved with Forward Women? Well, I met the gal who actually launched Forward Chicago, the team there, and she wanted me to advise them because of my background. Mm-hmm. And actually, I built 14 restaurants in five years, mm-hmm. and so she felt that I could be um, a help and a support and give some good, sound wisdom. But how I really got entrenched into Forward More was when I met Diane. I felt like my story was a lot like hers uh, in building the business that I had as an entrepreneur and CEO. Mm -hmm. Uh, She and I kind of knit our hearts together. Before I knew it, she was asking me to do more and more uh, for other women across the United States and the globe in Forward and to come to be part of her board of directors to help her make these decisions that were important to meet women where they're at. Well, well, let's talk about where women are at in the workplace. One of the things we've seen through many, uh, for many women that we've interviewed over the years is that they struggle with um, dealing with the wonder woman complex, superwoman complex, especially women that are out there as executive. Actually, that's not true. Women in the workplace, they struggle with this complex to try to be superwoman. Did you ever struggle with that? Absolutely. I had, if you can imagine, I was building 14 restaurants and I had three children and a Uh. husband and people would come to me all the time and say, Catherine, how did you build a successful uh, business, raise three children and stay married to the same man and make Mm -hmm. him happy in the process? And that was hard. It wasn't easy. I had to reprioritize my life and I felt like uh, no matter what I did, I felt like a failure at times. I couldn't seem to meet the needs of my my children as much as I, my husband or the customers that were standing in front of me or the employees. I had 350 employees. I couldn't do it all. And I had to come to a point in my life where I had to really remember that I was working for him and, and rather than uh, trying to please everyone else. And I couldn't do that. And so I think every woman needs to come to a point where they um, come to know that only God can um, be the one that can do that kind of work for you and be the super person for you rather than you're trying to do that all on your own. You know, you take that and you fast forward to where you are today and the fact that you have forward women as a part of your life. Can you only imagine, um, and first I just want to remind our uh, listeners that we're talking to Catherine Tack, and she is on the board of directors for Forward Women, and you can find out more about this organization at forwardwomen.org, and that is the number four. And um, so, Catherine, as you have been involved now with Forward Women, How could you, I mean, I'm assuming that you've taken a lot of your past history of things you learned the hard way and helping women today um, to better incorporate and better be able to balance that out. Um, Are you, do you see God using that past experience to help the women today? Well, I have a lot of women that do come to me um, and ask that question about balance and that's a myth. Mm-hmm. And so I think we all need to come to the stark reality that balance in life is, is never going to happen. There'll be certain times in your life where you're overcoming and others where you feel like you're drowning. But yes, I, I think 
um, because I had to go through positionally with people following me because they had to, to learning how to um, be in relationship or people follow me because they want to, because leadership is all about influence. And whether we think of ourselves as a leader or not, we do influence people every day, whether we're on the elevator or in a taxi or inside an organization as a director of a company. Um, people give us permission and we have to build relationships. And so I think that kind of the, those phases I went through to getting results and then I saw that people followed me because of what I did for the organization and for them. So teaching those kind of principles to others now in leadership of what they have to go through before they can, um, for people to follow them because they want to follow them is helping them um, learn how to get through those steps. For sure. I want to just remind our listeners that we all week long, because of the publisher of a book that was recently published by a bunch of the women from Forward Women called Be Refreshed. It's a devotional for working women. And we are giving away a copy of that every day this week, Jim. And so people can call our listener line at 866-713-9675. That's 866-713-WORK. And you could be entered in to win one of the five copies we'll be giving away this week. And that is a book called Be Refreshed. Um, specifically for women. Men can call in if they're going to give it to a woman. It's just there are so few resources like this out in the um, available for women that are working that need to be refreshed in the Lord and through scripture. So I just want to invite our listeners to call in and get a copy. Talking all things, all fourwordwomen.org this week, fourwordwomen.org. An entire week focused on a ministry touching the lives of women in their workplaces. And we want you to get involved. Fourwordwomen.org. That's the number fourwordwomen.org. Before we get back to our guest, Catherine Tack, who's on the board of directors of Four Word Women, we'd like to invite you to just remember all, all month long we're talking about you becoming a partner with I Work For Him. If you would consider joining our forces, becoming a partner, and being one of 367 partners, committing to $100 a month for the next 36 months to help I work for him grow and expand across the country. Because as you're hearing this, you know, it's touching your life because when you realize that God really cared about your work, it started to transform your thinking across the country. There are millions of Christ followers who need to hear the same message. Help us get the message to them. I work for him.com forward slash donate. And we just really want to thank the people that have stepped up and become partners so far this month, Jim. Um, It's been exciting to see that response. And we just really um, praising the Lord and just continuing to invite people into that process. If they just now heard about it or they have not yet um, decided what they're going to do. And I pray that they are prayerfully considering their connection to I work for him in that way. And as far as we know, and we check all the time, the only other faith and work radio program that's on on a weekly basis is right there. In Chicago, Illinois. And it's uh, Bob Lambert with Faith Marketplace Radio. Catherine Tack, have you ever been on Bob Lambert's show? I, I have, as a matter of fact, to give my testimony and talk about my business. Fabulous. That's fantastic. Well, Bob, Chicago's very blessed to have him and Jennifer that's Villarreal. Right. That's right. We're very <laughs> excited to be able to partner with those guys. We, we got to do a show with them a few weeks back. All right. So Catherine Tack, on the board of director of Four Word Women. What is it about Four Word Women? That you, what's your favorite part about Four Word Women? 
Well, that's a hard one because I love so many parts. Of course, I love the mentoring program because as an executive coach, I love to mentor others. And I feel very, I, I have this conviction every day that I wake up that as an older woman, I should be teaching the younger women what is good. And the only thing that is good is Jesus, of course. Mm. So um, I, I love the mentoring program. But the one-on-one in the group, the the group, the the local group mm-hmm. is where you can see them face to face and be with them. And I feel like I'm really part of that group because we're together praying for one another, challenging one another, and also uh, supporting one another uh, when we go through crisis or when we actually have our successes. So I really enjoy the local group and I do a breakfast meeting. Uh, once a month with about 25 professional working women who are Christians. And it's really amazing. That's fabulous. So so that's what's happening in Chicago is that there's women that are meeting together on a monthly basis for forward women in a breakfast situation. And they can learn more about that on the website, which is forwardwomen.org and find the local group in their area as well. I think that in each um different city. It looks a little bit different because of just the personalities of who's leading it. But Catherine, yeah. you're you're kind of spearing, you know, you're leading the the way there in Chicago. And, and I know that they're very thankful for that. Touch on the um, mentoring program just a little bit as far as what that you said that that is one of the things you really, you know, also like besides the one on one, because our listeners may not um, yet have heard about that. What does that mentoring program look like? The mentoring program, it is a 10-week, you go through 10 weeks, and there is actually a structured process that you go through, and you are matched with a mentee that, so for instance, if I, as a business owner, maybe there's another uh, woman out there who has multiple departments that she has to run, they would match me up with her because of the duplicity of everything that Mm -hmm. you have to do with multiple departments. So the exciting thing is that you get matched very well, and during that time, you have an hour uh, every week for 10 weeks to go through with the mentee as a mentor to helping them with their goals that they want to achieve during that process. It's a very intimate um, process because you can talk about your faith and you can pray with them, which is highly unusual in mm. other mentors programs that I've been through. That's a really, you can give that, it's really amazing. The difference is like night and day because I've done other mentor programs with other organizations and this really sets it apart. And you know, Jim, the reason I wanted to highlight that is because we're heard all over the country. There may not be a local group where the people are listening currently, but the mentoring program can be done on a virtual basis. And so that's right. something that people can start without there being a local group. And then maybe it'll evolve into starting something in their city. Um, right. But that's pretty exciting. Yeah, And what I love, Catherine, about mentoring is that it's the feeding of one life into another, which is what disciple. I mean, that's, that's just what Jesus had in mind. It's a, right. just a fantastic model. Mm-hmm. I love, love, love that. All right. So you're a leadership coach and, and you're an expert I mean, you had 350 employees. You, you had to be really good at it because when you're running restaurants, 350 of those employees, and the majority of them minimum wage employees probably. And so exactly. it's very, not an easy task. What is, as you look at 
the crisis of leadership in business today, specifically with regard to women in business, what do you see the biggest thing that women are struggling with when it comes to leadership? Well, I think that um, it's confidence. It's mm-hmm. usually that they're going to be, they think that they they don't know everything. So what they don't know, they're scared that they're going to run into something where somebody's going to find them out, that they're not as confident as they look. And so they lack a tremendous amount of confidence. I think most men go into situations where they feel fairly confident because they have this ability. To- no, it's most men going to places confident because we have this false bravado. We're like, we're just, we don't really know what's going on, but we're going to make it look they good. They don't act like it at all. We That's can't, right. We can't say that, but you as a man can we're say that. We're good fakers. There's no question. I know that because I work with a lot of men. Yes, for sure. And you've been married for a long afraid. time. Yeah. The woman is afraid to talk about it. She's like, right. until she sits in front of an executive coach, she's afraid to say, I think I'm going to be found out that I'm not really as good as I think I am, uh, probably to tell the truth to most people. So mm-hmm. as, as a leader, I think that's the biggest thing uh, in leadership is uh, lack of confidence for women because they usually don't get the uh, promotion and they're not getting uh, some of the fair shakes that they should be getting out there in the workforce. And they've been um, at times felt uh, devalued or undervalued because of the wages that they get, things like that. But So how do you speak into women when they're, um, you see that they're lacking confidence and yet you know that they're in a a place of leadership and perhaps they actually have the abilities, but they're just lacking in confidence. What are you speaking into them to help them get to the, a more confident place? Well, first of all, um, I, not with everyone can I speak about the Bible, but mm-hmm. usually I begin with who they are and what matters most to them and what their purpose is in life. And if, if I can help them identify what their greatest strengths and talents are and where, they're, where that's working for them, then we can build on their confidence to see that they really are doing better than they think they are. Mm-hmm. And it always begins with a 360 feedback in the beginning so that they get the affirmation from others around them. And it, it's usually very good. There's, of course, you're going to get the feedback where um, they need to improve, but to get uh, affirmation from those who are around them, that usually helps with their confidence. But confidence building begins with your daily habits. As you start changing some of the disciplines that you do from day to day, that can build confidence. So I ask them things like, um, what, what do you do that makes you feel more confident in a day? Well, usually it's showing up on time. It's simple things like that. Mm. Usually it's dressing differently. Usually it's going to bed earlier because when we're more prepared, we feel more confident. Sure. Just, just to give you a simple illustration of where I began. And those are great because they, it, they're so practical that it doesn't seem, seem unattainable. So it's exciting to be able to um, mm-hmm. speak that into women. So Jim. when women get involved in forward women, are, are you dealing with practical topics like that? Absolutely. Absolutely. We talk about confidence. We talk about uh, doing a superwoman stance so that they feel more confident and we actually stand up and kind of do those kind of poses. We talk about um, 
being more authentic with people, being your real self. How can you really be more more self-aware by understanding who you are as a person and your mm-hmm. identity in Christ? And begin there. It's really about God confidence rather than your That's own awesome. confidence. But well, he I, wants you to be a success as well. Absolutely. Catherine Tack, thanks so much for sharing just a little bit of your heart and your passion for forward women. Thanks for being an I work for him today. Well, thank you for having me. It was quite a treat. Make sure you check out Forward Women online, the number four wordwomen.org, forwardwomen.org, and tune in all week long to hear stories from women across the country sharing how crowd is impacting their workplace. You've been listening to I Work Room with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace. It's our mission field, but ultimately, I I work work for him. him.